This is a HeadGum Podcast. This is the Dumbbells, a personal fitness podcast with me, Aaron McGowan. And me, I'm Ryan Stanger, where we have discussions and answer questions on all things health and fitness. Solely based on our working knowledge and a little bit of our science. So, please keep in mind that we're not doctors, never claim to be. Just a couple of dumbbells who love ourselves on fitness. And want to help you with yours. And the help can start right now. Ten. Nine. nine oh, it's the new year. Eight. Shit. Seven. Ah, I meant to do stuff. Six. six five, five. Four. four three, three. Two. two one. Happy, Happy new, new Year. Wow. Thanks for joining us. I it's 2020. 2020. It's a very futuristic year. 2020. Can you believe that we did it? We made it to 2020? I can believe it. You can't? I can't. I, can't I remember you being young and you don't understand time. Uh, yeah, and you're yeah, like, yeah. 2020, that'll be when I'm like a hundred. And you and, and that's when impossible. cars will fly. And I'm Erwin. <laughs> That's impossible. I never did that with my R's. I'll say that right now. You never? <laughs> never? Yeah, never. Never, never? Never, never. Hey, never say never. You may. Never say never. You might still do it. After a stroke, I might. You're right. Yeah. Um, All white. Uh, yeah, so you- But 2020 yeah. is pretty much the same as 2019. What are some like uh, movies that took place in 2020? <laughs> Isn't there a movie called 2020? Is it? Yeah. That's like a End weird of the like, world movie. It's like a weird 2001 unofficial sequel, I feel like. Mm, maybe got, I made that up. We got Ferris in here uh, uh, producing the episode. Does 2020 as a 2001 knockoff sound familiar to you? No? Uh, no, no. Yeah. What's that? Like a spoof. No, not a spoof. More like a kind of unofficial sequel. Yeah, to the movie 2001. Right. Maybe I'm gotta be. I'm fucked I'm, up. I'm not looking it up. I'm fucked up. <laughs> I'm yeah. fucked up on champagne. <laughs> yeah, we're recording this. Uh, it's at, New Year's it Day. Just became the New Year. This is a live stream. Uh, we're both drinking champagne. We'd like to send champagne to our real friends and real pain to our sham friends. Nice. Right. I'll back you up on that. You back me up on that? Only on that. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to co-sign on anything else? <laughs> not TBD. Not a, okay, TBD. TBD. Um, we'll, I'll be checking in with you as the show goes on. Uh, so this is a New Year's show. Well, well, first of all, thank you to all the, the Bell Babies out there listening. Yeah. Uh, we appreciate you guys. And uh, you've been hanging in there and just listening to this show is already doing something positive for yourself because uh, it's showing that you care about yourself, right? It, yes, listening to this show. <laughs> shows Pretty. yourself that you care about yourself out there. Right. Because you could learn, you could learn something about health, fitness, and nutrition. You could get some yep. tips. Mm -hmm. You could relate to some guests that we've had on. Yep. Right. So yeah. Thus making you better. Right. That's how that works. Rate, review, subscribe. <laughs> Rate, review, and subscribe. <laughs> Uh, take a minute. Doesn't cost you anything. You can rate, review, and subscribe. Get the lights on, you know? Get the lights on. Keep the lights on. Uh, Aaron, so we talked about it with Tony uh, a few weeks back uh, about some New Year's resolutions. 
Um, let's, well, before we get into that, let's talk about what you, what you accomplished this year. This has been an awesome year for you in, in a lot of ways, putting a positive spin on it, right? This has been an awesome year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what have highest I done? highs from your lowest lows, highest highs, lowest lows. Uh, now I think more highest highs. Absolutely. That's the great part. Well, that's what I mean. You're, you've reached your highest highs from your lowest yeah. lows. Yeah. Um, but strictly speaking in like fitness, I've been consistent. Okay. That is, I'll take every year I can be consistent. That's a fear. Mm-hmm. It's a fear for everybody. Just wanting to stick with it, wanting to keep loving it. Yeah. Yeah. I have uh, hit lowest body fat and lowest weight, which is fun. Great. Um, And I got to buy the smallest pair of jeans I ever, I ever thought I'd ever get into. Yeah. They were for a friend's newborn. <laughs> You tried them on. <laughs> I started. Them. I started that joke before you said get them on, <laughs> and I didn't stop. <laughs> That's how good of a listener I am. That's right. That's improv. I got to get that joke in. <laughs> I'm so glad I did that joke. The, that's yeah. been a that's been a goal of mine for 2020 is to <laughs> Just cram get... bad jokes in because everybody knows I'm I got a lot of restraint. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's time to let loose. Yeah, I'm taking the governor off. <laughs> Uh, so smallest pair of jeans. That's exciting. Smallest pair of jeans. Um, some, like I did my fastest mile. What'd you get? 7.15. Nice. Yeah. It was horrible. And I never want to do it again. (laughs) Booking. Yeah. Um, I chased Beth Appel. I chased her and I got my fastest run. Yeah. Reveal on the podcast. We've, we've learned that Beth Appel is very fast. Freaky fast. Yes. Um, and I've, I've learned to not be so scared about handstands and I still can't do one by myself like I use the wall uh, but I think this year it's going to happen for me I think so too I'm excited yeah I believe in it so those are my that's my rundown for this year rundown for this year what about you uh okay so you're in review um let's see what so the the meditation was a big milestone for me um and the sleep the the sleep variable uh i've been pretty consistent about that for the past month and so the, i feel like that's going to become routine um at least the importance of it and uh so far my my approach has felt healthy like it, i feel like i can see how obsessing over it could negatively affect one's sleep. Yeah. Or you start beating yourself up because you, you know, you're not getting there. And I don't feel like I'm there yet. I'm being, I'm, I'm able to observe myself when it's not happening and still learn from it. So it has, it's gone from a, you know, positive self-critique. It's staying at a positive self-critique and not uh, bottoming out into like a self-loathe thing to where it's like you fucking yeah. unsleeping piece of shit you unsleeping non-rip van winkle piece of stinkle you rip oh i love that you rip fart Crap. stinkle i'm signing off on two of your weird ass jokes already <laughs> rip fart stinkle i said it twice because i wanted you rip to fart stinkle <laughs> uh the everybody's favorite nursery rhyme uh, it will be is my the child. one that sleeps? Yeah, Rumpelstiltskin's the one that they got to guess his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so the sleep thing using the wearable. Uh, I got myself glasses, the blue blocking glasses. Oh yes, 
I use this company called Felix Gray. Have you heard of them? Uh-uh. Right. I wonder if it's a real guy or if it's just somebody they made up to like it a brand. It sounds like a made up name. It's totally like It has to be. Based on our brand research, people will respond to a smart looking person named Felix Gray wearing yeah. a jaunty hat. Is, but isn't the um, Fifty Shades of Grey, isn't his last name Grey too? I see. I think it's, oh yeah, is it? Her last name is Steele, right? Anastasia Steele? <laughs> isn't Wait, it? Is it? I don't remember. I don't know. I'm pretty sure. I just sure. thought his name, I think his name was Christian Grey. That sounds familiar. Oh, we're getting a nod. Yes. Okay. All right. Ferris, Where is this checking in. it out? It's Christian Grey for Fifty Shades of Grey? He did not a lot, yeah. though, so I think we're right. But I don't know the girl's name. I think it's Anastasia Steele. Ferris. Ferris. Don't know. <laughs> okay. Stay okay. out. Okay, stay out. Um, All right. <laughs> I like that not that deep into it is just not knowing her name, <laughs> which I don't know it either. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. I know Dakota Johnston played yeah. her in the movie. Uh, did, you, did you read those books? I didn't. I never I, did. I, I kind of wanted to skim around all the sex stuff. You wanted to skim around? I it? wanted to find it. Oh, you no, wanted to find I it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Other fucking shit. Yeah, I don't care about the rest. Yeah, the other meandering crap. <laughs> Who cares? Yeah, go to work again. My uh, sucks. Yeah. yeah, I don't care. She's nervous about her job or whatever. <laughs> Get to the fucking. Uh, yeah, what got us here? But uh. Oh, uh, Felix Gray. Oh, yeah, Felix Gray. You got us Sounds here. Sounds like <laughs> um, that guy. Yeah. So it's these glasses, and they they have, they do prescription, they do sunglasses. It's probably like that other- Warby Parker. Warby Parker. Yeah. But they specifically have stuff for the artificial and blue light. But they're not amber tinted. They, they're almost clear, but they block the blue light. I've been wearing okay. those, and they seem to be doing a little something for me. At least I've been seeing it in my sleep cycles. Okay. Uh, they're not a sponsor. I just tried them. And so I think you could probably get a similar benefit from some knockoff brand. I don't think it has to be this Felix Gray company. You don't have to participate in the corporate machine and <laughs> line the pockets of some, you know, branding wizards. Right. If you don't want to. I personally do. I worship yeah, branding wizards. Thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's your main thing. That's my main thing. I own 5,000 pairs of Warby Parker glasses, so I yeah. can't. I can't complain. You got a lot of duplicates. Yes. A lot of dupes. Different prescriptions. Different I brought it up before I got a stigmatism. Yeah. Everybody looks different. <laughs> uh, keeps things fresh. Uh-huh. Uh, you're all about diversity. I love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're heading, at, headed to it from a weird direction. Yes. Yeah. Mm, for sure. Uh, some say unnecessary direction. <laughs> some say, yeah. I've been wearing a sleep mask. Okay. I have a question about sleep masks. Fire away. Okay, so I was at Target um, shopping, and I saw some sleep masks, and I thought about you talking about how you have a sleep mask. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what is, like, there's so many different kinds. There's also just, like, fun ones with, like, uh, sequins. Uh, But, like, is there, like, there's some that are, like, cooling. There's some that are, like, fancier than others. Like, what's... What's the route to go here? So here's what I found in my personal. I want one with a kooky message. Here, you do. Okay. Number one, you do. Okay. Um, in my personal experience, I so I've purchased two so far. I purchased, purchased a high-priced um, 
fancier one mm-hmm. that is where it's it's got foam and gel and stuff and it's raised up from your eyes a little bit so that you have space between your eyeball and the actual mask. Okay. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, and then like they, a goggle. Kind of like a goggle, but it's obviously softer. Like right. it's yeah, and but it it's so that like the the, a the sleep goggle. <laughs> yeah, like a sleep goggle. Like a like a Kareem Abdul Jabbar yes. sleep goggle. Yes. Uh but it's it's so I think the the rationale is that like that way it's not pressing on your eyeball. Um and causing then I, wrinkles. That's what I'm thinking about. Causing wrinks. You don't want yeah, the wrinks. I don't want the wrinkles. Yeah. You want to be Rip Van Smoothle. Am I right? You co sign on that? that You're mad at that one? No, I'm mad that I like that one too. God. Yeah. Three okay. for three. God. Okay. Three for three. I think it's done now. That's the, okay. that's that the rule, right? I'm gonna go. Here's the rule. Uh not for me. <laughs> You know my comedy don't make sense. <laughs> that I do know. Yeah. Uh, so, and then I also bought a decent quality, but significantly less expensive, more traditional kind of sleep model where it's a satiny silk fabric with a, a minor amount of padding and just an elastic band. I found the latter to be the best okay. for me because I sleep on my side toward stomach. And I found even with this one, which purports to keep the mask away for your, from your eye for comfort, I felt like when I would sleep on my side that whatever, like the way that it was built up and kind of crowned w- was digging into the side of my face. Oh, interesting. But if I were on my back, you know, that may be the way to go. But I'm a side, I'm a side sleeper. And so wasn't comfortable. So I found that this, this kind of more traditional model was worked for me in my sleep style. Okay. And I, you know, is a little bit of an adjustment, but, uh, the, 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 the darkness that it awards you was worth, worth the trade-off. Okay. Uh, completely dark, you know, like it. And so, and this was a good one, you know, the, the ones that are a little bit more kind of novelty, you may want to experiment with a little bit because you may not get complete blackness. Darkness, yeah. yeah. Darkness. Right. Uh, yeah. So, so sleep there and that I'm going to continue that into the new year. And then, uh, my shoulder health, I've had an ongoing chronic shoulder thing going on has improved, but even today I'm, I'm plateaued a little bit. I noticed Mm. I was at the gym today, new year's first, uh, with, with all the other yahoos. Uh, and, um, I I've plateaued and I want to, I want to take it up a notch from where I'm at now. You mean with the, with your pain level or? Yeah, well, it, it was improving and now the improvements have plateaued, but I'm not a hundred percent. If that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. So, so that needs to happen because it's, it's limiting, you know, what, where I can get to fitness wise, I find. And it's just, it's been hurt for just too long now. Yeah. It's just too damn long. Mm. It's just too damn long. <laughs> I He's tell, aging right before my I, eyes. I tell you what, oh my God. this daggone, oh my sh- God. this daggone shoulder, Aaron. I've been hurt for just too damn long, and I'm at that stage in my life now oh. where I need to. He's dying. Oh my God. Get my shoulder healthy before I fade away. Oh, goodbye, bye. bye. Goodbye. Podcast is mine. That's what I've been waiting for. Bell babies. Aaron forced me to drink the wrong uh, grail. I did. From uh, from Last Crusade. (laughs) I did. I brought a couple of different grails. Right. And I chose a real fancy one. (laughs) That fucking idiot. Oh, it's beautiful. (laughs) 
Oh, it's it was my plan. I like the way that old knight when he. Oh no, no, I'm thinking of I'm conflating two movies. Never mind. Yeah, I like please. that old knight now. <laughs> Just end. Yeah, full stop. I like right. the old. Knight. I like the old knight. That's it. The old knight. Uh, so I bled over into what's going to happen for me this year. What about for you? Oh, um, I I talked about it before, but I do want to try and get my body fat down. If you guys listened to last week's episode where I had a full-blown meltdown right at the end. Yeah. Uh, about, so I'll explain it a little bit better, which is they used to, for the last like two years, they measured my body fat by using calipers. This is at the gym you go to. You yes. regularly measure your body fat using calipers, a pinch test. Yes. Calipers pinch uh, different sites on your body. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they, you you kind of average those out and put them through some kind of algorithm, and that right. gives you an estimate as to what your body fat would be. Right. And so they found that, that it is different for women. We carry more fat in our lower extremities, and that wasn't a part of the test, the pinch test. So they ha- they started having us go on the scale, which is also still variable. Like it, Right. It, Scale's not accurate. It's either. not going to be completely accurate either, but it was up. Five percent. So one week I was nineteen, and then the next week I go back, and I'm twenty four percent body fat, which is fine. It's it's just numbers, but um. So I would like to get that number just down. I just I think the whole thing was I just wanted to like see if I could push myself past this point that I've been at now for like a year, um, and just see what I, if I can get a little bit more definition in in my muscles. I don't know how how do you plan to accomplish that. Really hone in on my nutrition. Hone. I'm going to have to hone in? Hone in. Uh-huh. <laughs> God, I don't know. What? No, I'm a fan of his show on TBS. Yeah. Oh, what? What show is that? Uh, O'Brien? Mm. Oh, Conan. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> O'Brien? What? Conan. Oh, yeah, Conan. Yeah. His ho- first name. Hone in. O'Brien. Oh, my God. Okay, <laughs> That's no. good stuff. No. That's good. No. People in 2020 no. love that. No. They do. No. That was okay. funny. That was funny as shit. No. If anyone thought that was funny, please don't tell him. <laughs> I got two people out there. Please. Um, but yeah, I want to hone in on my nutrition. God, I, <laughs> it's hear, funny. I heard it's it pretty that funny. Time. It's not funny. Come on, dude. It's definitely not funny. <laughs> you laughed. <laughs> I laughed. Be yourself. Oh, I hate it. Okay. Be yourself, girl. Um, Be yourself, girl. <laughs> Be yourself, girl. Um. So I'd like to just get a little lower body fat um, and... So nutrition, what now, let me lay this on you. Tell me what you think. Okay. Um, do you, what about uh, you making a, an appointment to test your body fat in a hydrostatic tank, okay? Okay. So you see where it's at. Okay. Um, then you use whatever measuring methods they use at the gym to see if it's improving. Okay. Mm, okay. And then you schedule, I don't know, however much time you want to give yourself four months from now or something, another appointment at the tank. And you use that as to as kind of motivation. Yeah. Because I feel like you got the wind out of your sails a little bit when the number uh-huh. wasn't what you thought. For sure. And then you're like, well, what if, what if, what even am I? And yeah, who cares? Yeah, what are numbers? I right. don't care. Yeah. But that may be, I don't know. May- so this tank. <laughs> That's the most accurate way. Is to- the tank, is it closed? It just seems like it would be closed. Like you'd be like in a dunk tank that they put a lid on the top. It's like, um, it's at 
the uh, Long Beach Aquarium, and it's in front of people there with hot dogs and shit. But it's very accurate. Is that what you're asking? You have, you have to. You sometimes you have to wave. You gotta wave. Whatever. You know. You you don't have to, but I mean, you know, social customs would say you should. But it's not oh, a requirement. Uh, you know, price of admission, you got to pay to get that in there. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh-huh. I No, it's just like, it depends. They're different at different places. But it's a you know, single-person tank. You hop in the tank, and uh, it displaces the water. And it's supposedly the most accurate way to test your body fat. God, okay. Are uh, you scared? Would you be scared? I just don't. Like, I, just, I think I just need to see what it is. Like, actually, like, I'll just look it up. You have to put a straight jacket on. <laughs> And weights on your feet. Like, it's a Harry Houdini thing. And if you escape and live, then you can look at the number. Then they'll tell you your They'll tell you. Fat. And if you die, you know, you die. I don't know. It's worth looking it's into. Worth, Just, it, like, look into it. It's mm. worth looking at, yeah. Who knows? You know, who knows? Yeah. I, I do like that idea. Even the scan thing I could potentially do. That seemed a lot less The DEXA invasive. scan, yeah. Uh-huh. That could be another way, too. But if this Something is the most like, accurate, I, I I could, I'll figure it out. Uh, I haven't, you know, I haven't done much research into the scan, so and that may be, it yeah. may have passed it. It may have usurped it. Yeah. Is that the right thing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking know. Hey, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's war. Maybe it's not. I don't know. Uh, what do you, usurp. Yeah. What do you want for this usurp? Some cake or some pie? That's how I talk. All right. That's how I talk. Uh, yeah. Something to think about. I don't know. Yeah. Something to think about. Yeah. Something exciting. I think also I want to, um, you know, try to be a trainer this year. That's my. That's the. That's the main thing. Ooh la la. Ooh la la. That's major. So we'll I see. think you should. I think yeah. you totally should. How's that going to look? How how are you going to accomplish that? Well, I got to take my test. I've been studying. Okay. Got to take the test. Got to pass it, and then we'll see what happens. We'll see. I don't. I don't. I haven't. I haven't. Like I wanted to pass the test before I like make a plan. Right. So, what? Uh, wh- where would you want to do it? It started with kids. Yeah, I do. I I really still like that idea. I think the thought of jumping right to kids before I know what I'm doing seems like, like I. You should start with fetuses. <laughs> yes. Then infants. Get them young. Yeah. Then toddlers, then kids. Right. Then, yeah. You'll like work uh, your way right, up. Right, right, yeah. right, 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 right. No, you're totally right. Um, no, I just don't want to fuck up a kid. Yeah. So I know I, I'd like to get better at, um, at training just like, one-on-one or a sure. group or whatever and then get a feel for it yeah that makes sense but it is easier to mess up in front of kids because they don't they're probably not listening you know yeah true but, and kids uh are different with shame yeah yeah it's a bummer now like i just i notice uh as they get older like they get embarrassed more and that used to not be they n- never used to worry about that yeah. This shame is this thing that kind of creeps in and like, oh, sucks. Is that happening? Are you seeing it? A little I, bit. He's pretty good. Yeah. He's, he's got like his friend group and class. They're pretty young and sincere maybe for their age. It seems like. How old is he? How's nine. He's nine. Nine. What the, um. 
Did you see the movie Good, Good Boys? Yes. That movie. Funny. Was the best movie I've ever seen. Delightful. I loved it. They're I was so shocked. sweet. Yes. I know. It was such a sweet, funny, hilarious. I cried laughing in that movie. I was yeah. also high. <laughs> <laughs> On marijuana Life. or mushrooms? Life. No, oh. just marijuana. Is that what we're calling it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. Um, yeah. What do you call it? Weed, dude? Yeah, I'm cool. Okay, <laughs> shut up. Sorry, dude. Sorry, mom. Um, it's legal here. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Um, they sell at the movie theater. <laughs> they do. Yeah, they do. Yeah. They do. Um, but yeah, no, it is it is sad when a little kid has shame. It's weird. Uh, it That movie did remind me, he's younger than the kids in that movie, but they're the way that how nice they are to each other and how sincere they are I know. is very much something I notice in this generation coming mm, up. That's it's good. It's really nice. They're, they're kind of free of irony, good or bad. Interesting. Yeah. I wonder if it'll last. Uh, I mean, I don't know. It seems to be the thing, you know, that's not without its issues, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that movie, I was pleasantly surprised by that. I mean, I, I there's a lot of uh, smart people wrote on that movie. But um, the thing that jumped out at me was uh, the premise of this movie or like the the hook of the movie was you have these like young kids that are saying filthy things, bad words. Mm -hmm. So it seemed like a little bit like a gimmick. And I was like, does this work for an hour and a half movie? Just kids saying motherfucker and talking about sex. But it quickly, it definitely serves that hook or gimmick, mm -hmm. but transcends it and moves completely on from it yeah. in ways that are surprising and really funny. So it's so good. It's yeah. like heartwarming. It is. Yeah. I kind of want my son to see it. Yeah. Not quite yet. But, yeah. But eventually. But it's really, it would be, would be good for them, for it's kids so to cute. see. Yeah, it is. Even the weird parts are fun. They're great. They're great. Okay. Sorry. I don't even. No, we're talking about shame. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah so kids. Brene Brown. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, vulnerability. Vulnerability. <laughs> oh, so good. Yeah. She's so smart. She's so smart. Staggering intelligence. She is in the movie Wine Country. Is she really? She has a cameo in Wine Country where all of those women see her at a restaurant and they fangirl over her. It I get is it. so funny. I love it so much. And I, I that's the part of the movie I liked. <laughs> I get it. Mm, get it. Rip Van Stinkle. Rip Van, is that what it was? Fart Van Stinkle. Fart Van, there it was. That's yeah, Fart Van Stinkle. what it was. That's what it was. Uh, so kids, yeah, I get it. Start start with adults. Get a feel for yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Get your sea legs. Yes. Yeah. Because it's not easy. Have you ever done a, try to manage like a kid's birthday party or something? Dealing with a lot of youngsters? Um, you know, I did, I was a recreational director for summer camp for a few years. Oh, so for sure you have. So I did do that. But it was like teens. I don't know that I've tried to wrangle kids in a really long time. Okay. I think I probably did it when I was like in high school. Like I'm sure I did some like Sunday school thing with a bunch of little kids. But I coached basketball for kindergartners. Oh boy! Really young, like oh way too young to play. Uh huh. And uh, but it was so cute. The I'm cu sure the cutest. And they would cry when they came because their parents were leaving, <laughs> and then cry when it was over. It's like the <laughs> cutest thing. It was like all this big, and like just when you get them calmed down, and then they're used to you, and then they cry when the thing's over. And that's they like hold hands and hug each other. It was like the cutest thing. 
Also, like a ball, like a basketball that they have to like carry. It's not like soccer where they kick it. It's just like such a funny thing to see a uh, it was little hands. Fucking crazy. There was like maybe two percent of them that could kind of have the dexterity just based yeah. on genetics, and the rest of them like couldn't. I mean, they're like they couldn't even hold the ball. Like nothing was yeah. happening. That's yeah, cute. You just had to like do like just run them around, and you know. God, I, that's cute. Yeah. yeah, I did it to get a community service for my high school. <laughs> oh, I thought maybe jail. And for jail. jail now my high school, I had like this weird outcome-based education high school where you had to do community service as part of the requirements to graduate. To oh. get 100 hours of community service. Wow. And I had a Spanish teacher and I did a bunch of work for him. And uh, his name was Senior Carlson. And uh, I uh, he lowballed me on the hours. And I remember he had he had these cards that you had to sign. And I gave him, I don't know, 50 hours and he wrote something insulting like 25 hours it was crazy i would tell you if i was bullshitting yeah he he like fucking undercut me by half <laughs> and i saw it and i was like oh gracias senior cheapskate <gasps> and he fucking threw the book at me oh my god <laughs> I, got, I got like detention <laughs> for it cheapskate <laughs> yeah, yeah i that, like that though i, I, I wasn't like even that. that bad i mean like i was like I, it was like i threw like a fucking spitball at him and he hit me with a scud missile like <laughs> i got like five days of detention or Dang, something that's crazy crazy thing yeah that sucks but i, I don't know what his i, I kind of liked him i don't know what if maybe he, felt he just guilty. wanted more time with you <laughs> maybe <laughs> he's like, certainly can't let him go. i am charming uh, okay let him go <laughs> man uh, well, we should, uh, get to some listener questions. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, uh, pay the bills, mm -hmm. uh, chills, pay, pay the bills <laughs> with a Z and, uh, even the ones without Z's, the ones with S's too. Okay. And then we'll be right back with some listener questions and more from Aaron and me, the Dembells. Bell babies, happy new year, everybody. Happy new year. You guys are probably uh, dialing things in. You're adjusting your diets. Maybe you're going keto. Maybe you're going Whole30. I experiment with keto. I experiment with Whole30. I follow a paleo template. And part of that is getting a good, healthy source of fats. Now, I'm an avocado guy. You know, I have some some fat from from animal protein that I'm having. I'll do olive oil. But it's a little tricky with cooking because we know that like you can uh, heat olive oil too much, it starts to smoke, and then you lose all the health benefits of that oil, and you also get some negative health benefits. That's why I started using ghee. And you've probably heard people that are, that are health nuts talk about ghee. Ghee is a very healthy source of fat. Uh, and I'm going to explain to you guys a little bit more about what ghee is, but I want to tell you about Vital Farms. Now, Vital Farms... Uh, they're, they're bringing this podcast to you today and they have their own, uh, they have their own ghee. They've been making pasture-raised butter for years and they believe that great ghee starts with uh, better butter and that all starts with cows, pasture-raised cows that are raised to graze on actual pastures, just like cows should be. So they're giving you grass-fed pasture-raised cow ghee. And uh, I like that because it's got a higher CLA content. CLA is very good for you. It's good for fat burning. And the cows are happy. That's a good thing, right? And ghee has an extremely high smoke point. So I use it for cooking. You know, it's one of those things that you could like, you could put in a baked potato or you could use it to cook with, or you could even like spread it on bread. 
Um, there's all kinds of things that you can do with it. I like using them all. You could even, I've done this before, mix it directly into a shake because uh, the flavor is great. Vital Farms Ghee is a clean and versatile butter for every culinary need. Um, and they make it by cooking down the butter to remove the water and milk solids, uh, which are clarifying. And that means that it's lactose and casein free. So lactose is the sugar in the milk. That's why it's so crucial for people that are on the keto diet. And that's why I used it when I was doing keto and when I'm doing keto. Listen, I like cows. I don't want them to be mistreated. I like the fact that Vital Farms is making a guarantee to use pasture-raised cow. And then here's where things get exciting. So ghee, famously, you'd have to scoop out with a spoon. You end up with like a greasy spoon. You're using your hand. One time I used my hand to do it. And then I picked up my iPhone and that slipped out of my hand. Then I slipped on my iPhone. I was humiliated. This was in front of a, an assembly full of people. Um, I got bullied at school because of it. And if only I had access to this new first ever Vital Farms squeeze bottle for ghee. So you get the complex goodness of ghee in an even more convenient and ready to dispense uh, applicator. The squeeze bottle. There's no spoon required. Stanger's not going to get humiliated at this assembly, stumbling, bumbling around because he uses big stupid paw to scoop ghee out while he was eating keto. And guess what? It was my son's assembly. And now everybody calls his dad old buttery feet, old buttery feet stanger. If only I had that squeeze bottle. Vital Farms is pasture raised and bullshit free. Yeah, they said that in their copy. They want me to tell you that they're bullshit free. So if you're eating clean, Vital Farms pasture raised geese is lactose, casein, and gluten free. It's equipping you with the taste of butter and the functionality of high heat cooking oil. Perfect for sauteing them veggies. What you got to do is you got to look for Vital Farms ghee in a squeeze bottle exclusively at the Whole Foods Market in original and Himalayan pink sea salt. And also you can visit vitalfarms.com slash ghee. That's vitalfarms.com slash G-H-E-E for a chance to win a year supply of Vital Farms ghee for free. Is it a coincidence that that rhymes? It sure isn't, guys. They want to give it to you for free. You got to go check out that website or get your butt in a Whole Foods and find it in that squeeze bottle. I'm going to try me some of that uh, Himalayan pink sea salt uh, version because I'm sassy. Happy New Year. And we're back. Wow. That was a good break. That time you actually let us have a really long break. I yeah. went for a walk. Right. It's the January 2nd. <laughs> it's and- January 2nd now. And we hear, we hear. Okay, what do we want to ask? What do we want to answer? Let's see. We got a bunch of good stuff. Oh, I can't wait. Okay, this is coming to us. Uh, okay, from John. Hi, Dumbbells. Love the podcast. Uh, great to listen to during lunch and uh, get my mind ready for working out after work. He's got two questions. Uh, okay. Number one, how long would you guys recommend sticking to a particular workout plan before switching it up? Right now, my goal is to lose fat, maybe 20 to 30 pounds overall. I've done a pretty good job with changing my, my nutrition and uh, limiting cheat meals. I'm doing a pretty traditional three days a week lifting schedule with cardio on non-lifting days, um, high intensity interval training on two days, 45 minutes on the bike on the other two. I definitely want to be able to confuse my body so I don't get fully set slash comfortable in my routine after too long. 
How long would y'all recommend that I do that routine for? Number two, I have a slightly messed up ankle in terms of range of motion. As a result, I can do maybe about 80 to 85% of the necessary range slash flexibility stuff in terms of leg lifts, particularly squats, and it doesn't feel comfortable on my ankle to squat heavy. The best machine for me to do cardio on is a stationary bike, and at least for now, I'm using that to supplement leg days. I actually do push myself on the bike and generally find that I get a good leg workout that way. Is that advisable or should I be looking to do actual lifts? If so, do you have any suggestions for me? So uh, summarizing the two questions, how long before he changes his workout up, we can kind of dissect his workout too. And then also he's limited in his range of motion. It's affecting his squat. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, on those high flexibility points, I guess getting deep into a squat and maybe doing leg press. Um, it's a multi-joint exercise. And uh, he's pushing himself on bike to supplement leg days, um, gets a good leg pump and workout. Uh, should he be should he be trying to do actual lifts? Um, I, well, what we what well, what I have done for like probably the last year is uh, the same program for a month. Okay, and increase weight or decrease weight every week. So like Mondays are always the same. Tuesdays are always the same. Wednesdays, you get it. And then just every one of those, take it up or take it down depending on what my goal is. So like take up the weight or take up the reps, that kind of, that that kind of thing. And, and uh, with the made or bigger lifts, I do those for three months and see how far I can push that in three months. Does that make sense? Yeah. That's what I've done, and it's been really, uh, it's really been helpful. That way you're not having to, like, rewrite every workout. You're just, like, increasing what you're doing or decreasing what you're doing and upping the reps. Right. So the the variation comes in weight or reps. Yeah. Yeah, as opposed to activity. Yeah. It's like, how many times can you enter a new password? You know, we're just like, I got out. You know? Right. <laughs> Done every variation of my pet's name That's... and some number. So... And now I'm starting to forget them. And yeah, we're which, going back. which number, which is it? Uh, I'm trying to understand. Okay. Three days a week of lifting. Okay. okay. Then he says on the non-lifting days, he does high, in- high intensity interval training on two of them. So I guess so if he's Monday, Wednesday, Friday is lifting. He's doing high intensity interval training Tuesday, on Tuesday, Thursday. Thursday. But then he says 45 minutes on the bike on the other two. Saturday, Sunday. Maybe. So five, yeah, that's seven days. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. <laughs> I'm not, <laughs> I'm not very smart. I uh, definitely want to be able to confuse my body. So it doesn't get fully set comfortable with my routine after too long. Yeah. I like what Aaron said. That's the move. I mean, you could play around with that cardio schedule too a little bit. Yeah. Um, tough though. You're limited on the bike. I mean, 45 minutes on the bike. How, what, what, I wonder what the high intensity interval training is if that's more bike stuff. And also like, I don't know if he has access to a rowing machine, but it sounds like he has a gym. Yeah. Rowing would be good. Rowing would be, a, it would be a variation. Yeah. And not, I don't think you're taxing your ankle, ankle too much on that. 
And I'd be interested in walk, like if he could walk at a big incline on right. a treadmill, maybe not run or. Yeah. If he's going 80, 85% range of motion, it seems like walking would be in that, would stay in, in that, that range. Realm, yeah. Yeah. So with like real intense, uh, incline. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now in regards to that ankle, what, what can we do to get that improved? Probably need to see somebody. Yeah, and work on like stability exercises, like um, even just doing, uh, like we have this like it's like a pad, um, that we will. It's like a I don't know, like a foot size pad that like that we will do like a a single leg deadlift on. Okay, is it like inflated? It's like cushy. Like an Eric's pad or bl- like a blue Eric's pad or It's not that, but it's it's similar to that. It's okay. thicker. It's more like a a thick mat, but it like it helps stabilize it helps um strengthen the bones in your feet and your ankle muscles. Um so like doing anything single leg on there, even just standing on it is a good and it's not um it's not as scary to me as the blue mushy pad. It's like that one more feels like a waterbed, right? That's really challenging your stability. This one's a little bit more yeah, stable. Yeah, it's kind of like the like the step. It's still challenging, but it, it doesn't feel – it's not as mentally challenging. Could you eat a, a pancake that size and that thickness? Yeah, you could. Would you want to tr- – You'd be full. Would you want to try it? <laughs> yeah. Or just like a bite? Yeah, I, yeah, I would. Yeah. Have you ever had the pancakes at the griddle? I haven't. Dude. I haven't, but I walk by that place. I think it's, it's the place I walk by. It's a, it's on sunset, always yeah. packed. Yeah. It's worth. The wait? Yeah. Okay. Get there early. Like nobody goes there early. So if you go there like right when it opens, you'll get right in. Okay. But um, yeah, it's, it's, but I mean, it's event. You won't be able to finish them. It's fucking crazy. I bet I will. I'm a competitive eater with myself. <laughs> I'm telling you, uh, you won't. <laughs> uh. <laughs> okay, sick burn. But yeah, or um, on the other side of the BOSU ball, like the flat side of the BOSU yeah. ball, you can just like do any, like touch your toe, like w- single leg where you like go down and touch your yeah. toes. Just all that stuff like will strengthen your your ankles. You know what BOSU stands for? Is this a joke? It's not. Okay, hit me. Both sides up. Either side works. That's their little deal. What? Yeah. It doesn't exactly work, but that's what they're trying to say. <laughs> really? Yeah. Because either that's, side. Both is the way to go. They really made the right call. Yeah. God. <laughs> both sides work? Question mark? Both okay. sides up. Oh, both sides up. Yeah. Boy. Bosu. Boy. And don't you try to copy that or they will uh, Bosu you in a court of nice. law. Nice. Okay. We're Pretty back, good. baby. We're back. We're back. We're back. Uh, I think, um, there's, there's, uh, ankle exercises you can do too, where you basically draw the alphabet with your foot, like your toe. Um, and that could help maybe start to, to get some range of motion back in there and then start, you know, like working on your calf flexibility, Mm -hmm. stretching your calves in a static pose. Cause I think I like that you're adapting and you're figuring a workaround, but I think you should address flexibility issue because there's probably something going on there. And if you can fix that, it may open up a whole new world to you as far as what you're able to do exercise wise. Yeah. Um, And then as far as bikes as a replacement for lift lifts, 
I don't, I mean, that's not to say you're not getting a lot of benefit from doing the bike, the stationary bike and pushing yourself on the resistance. I mean, cyclists have very strong, well-developed legs, so it is going to look good, but it's not a one for one. There are two separate things, aerobic versus yeah. anaerobic. So yeah, but I like, I mean, as far as like cross training and overall level of fitness, if you're doing your, your primary lifts with your legs yeah. and getting that benefit, and then you're doing some high intensity or some, you know, high resistance bike stuff too. And you're feeling like that's giving you good results, then fuck it. Rock and roll, Rock dude. Rock and roll, dude. Rock and roll, dude. <laughs> Anything else you want to say to John? Uh, nope. John, yeah. happy new year, John. Yeah, happy new year. We did it. May old acquaintance be forgot. I never know what it says. So yeah, may all acquaintance be forgot or may. I don't know. Yeah, I told you I don't know. Odds on Glenn. What? Shut up. <laughs> odds on Glenn. Okay, what's next, baby? Uh, okay, this is coming to us from Jenna. Jenna. Jenna, what's up? Uh, hi, guys. Thank you for your great podcast. I really enjoy hearing you and your guests' thoughts on fitness and life. Quick question. Is there any reason to choose juice over soda? I eat pretty healthy overall, don't drink much booze, and occasionally, occasionally just want a sweet beverage. Is there any health benefit to picking the juice from the vending machine over a soda? Thanks for your time, best J. Maybe she likes J for juice, even though it's. You think? We yeah. think that's what it is. Well, her name's Jenna, and uh -huh. she says thanks J. Maybe she's saying like the thanks. J, the J in Jenna is for juice. Maybe could be, could be. Jenna, hit us back with if you think if you're saying J for juice. We're dying to know. Dying. Jenna. We're dying to know, Jenna. Also, <laughs> R.I.P. Juice. A uh, little rapper that died. Oh, recently I didn't know. Yeah, sorry, 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 Juice. Um, I'm gonna say. Well, I guess is, is there nutrition in juice? I'm sure there's a little bit. There's vitamins. Some vitamins. Yeah, yeah. So, so I guess it has something. Soda has nothing. <laughs> soda has nothing but the calories. Yeah, soda has uh, nothing. And diet soda has chemicals. Yeah. Uh, so that's lose lose. Um, juice is also high sugar, high calorie, not a ton of benefit. Yeah. Um, because you're, you know, fruit is perfectly designed by nature to, uh, to have dietary fiber and pectin and all this stuff in there that helps kind of manage the absorption of the sugar in it. So while it does have sugar, you get all these phytonutrients and, um, and, positive, uh, free rat or not free radicals. Uh, not, it helps free radicals, positive antioxidants, mm. uh, and vitamins, tons of micronutrients, but the pulp and like we, we talked about pectin and skin and all that stuff helps kind of manage the absorption of the sugar. So you're more likely to use it for good stuff as opposed to store it as fat and juice, especially something processed that you would find in a vending machine eliminates all that. So you're yeah. getting a lot of calories and, you know, to answer your question, I agree with Aaron. Technically, the juice is the better choice, but I would try to really steer clear of all of them. Um, if you have to have some juice, uh, you know, maybe bring your own and, uh, you know, juice it yourself or find some kind of uh, minimal sugar option that's cut with some vegetables. You know, like they have a little cucumber in there, or celery to kind of, uh, yeah. those are water-packed vegetables that uh, don't, 
dominate too much from a flavor standpoint, but they help, you know, manage the sugar a little bit or, uh, you know, drink like half of it and dilute it with water. Um, or Ooh, that you, sucks. <laughs> come on. That's cool. That's cool, dude. God, could you imagine? Um, also Jenna, if you're not in a situation to where you're in active fat loss, uh, you don't need to lose fat. You don't want to, and you, you're not at risk for diabetes or anything. You can have juice occasionally, not yeah. the end of the world. Um, you know, just watch your overall sugar for the day. Yeah, I would say. Anything else, anything else you want to add to that? The the mm. option for like mm. drinks that are fun. Like I know like like I drink a lot, a lot of water so that I can have a glass of wine. <laughs> and so like I think there are ways like make sure you're drinking a lot of water. A lot, a lot of water. A lot, a lot of water because no, then it go doesn't. Water. A lot, a lot of water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot, a lot of water. Uh, I think then your body is going to process like the juice that you drink better. I'll say that. All right. I don't know if it's true. Hey, we say bro science. <laughs> this is bra science. Bra. Um, but bra, I, bra, it, bra. I think it just when you're well hydrated, it is just you're just going to it's just going to keep your body moving. It does. OK, it does. I do know that. Would you say that in a court of law? I'd say in a court of law. Now, I might be in trouble, <laughs> but I'd say it. I believe it. Okay. I'll take it. Drink a lot of water. And there's like kombucha. That's some like that's like a fun. Well, we know it's a fun thing to say. A fun thing to say. A fun drink. I don't know. Like a, I don't know. It's like Every once in a while, like a little, it doesn't matter. Like a little baby. Kombucha, boocha, boocha. Kombucha, boocha, 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 boocha. <laughs> what? Just What'd like you a little baby. Like a little baby. Kombucha, bucha, bucha. Kombucha, Uh, didn't Charo used to say that? You know Charo? Yeah. I, did she used to no, say she that? She said, Gucci, Gucci. Oh. Hey, Gucci, Gucci. Oh my Gucci. God, your face when you said that. <laughs> Sexy. It's wild. No. It's cool. Wild. Yeah, so cool. Super cool. Edgy. Edgy. Not edgy. Not edgy? No. Would I do edgy. my Charo face? It's not yeah, edgy? It's not. Well, I disagree. <laughs> I fucking disagree. Uh, disagree. This is coming to us from Dan. Dan. Uh, hey, dumbbells. I just started listening to the pod. Wow. I got to do Casey Welcome. Kasem again. Yeah. I just started listening to the pod, and I'm loving it as a way to stay motivated and focused on my diet and overall fitness. I'm wondering, uh, what are your favorite fitness apps for health and fitness? Do you have any weightlifting apps that you use? I'm looking for anything to help keep me accountable when I'm working out solo. Best, Dan. Hi, Dan. Hi, Dan. Uh, this has come up before, Casey but Kasem it's, it's worth revisiting. I don't like adding apps to my phone. Ooh. Uh, that's Do you me. you cheap out on the uh, gig space on I there? I just, I'm like, I, I really like to use my gigs for photos. Mm-hmm. Um, only photos, Instagram, but what about video, video, love a video, love a video, Got videos for my nephew from like three years ago. I refuse to delete cutes, cute little videos. Great. So I don't, I have my fitness pal and I have my app, uh, for my heart rate monitor for the gym I go to. So, but I like to write it down in a little journal. Oh, wow. I'm an old school. I like wow. to write it down. A Luddite. Yeah. Uh, Luddite. It also looks like you're like taking notes on your workout in the gym. And I feel like people are like, damn. Or, or writing poetry. <laughs> yes, or writing Even poetry. Better. Yeah. 
put a little uh, corduroy blazer on or something. and <laughs> Yeah, just a real quick while I'm working out corduroy blazer. Yeah, like, fuck, look at that fucking professor over there. Yeah, a little. The guy's writing little, poetry. Little tiny glasses. Amazing. The guy's writing poetry over there. So, Stinger, you might have a better answer for this. Uh, no, man. I mean, fi- my, my fitness pal app was what I was going to suggest. Really good. Uh, they have a really good free model. You can kind of upgrade from there. Very intuitive, very easy to use. I'm assuming because you're asking, Dan, you may not know about that one. Um, use it for workouts. Very easy to do for calories and food. Uh, to give you an idea, you just start to type in what you're eating and yeah. it'll it'll give you suggestions and they're always pretty right on. Uh, I use, uh, I have a Fitbit Charge 3, not a sponsor, but I do use their app um, because it has the sleep track in that. But also their workout and um, and nutrition one is really good. Very comparable to my fitness pal at my fitness pal, which kind of is the gold standard. I think a lot of them are are doing their version of that. Yeah. Um, but the uh, the wearable has been really good, and that might be fun for you to kind of. It's uh because that does some of the work for you. You don't have to add as much on your own. The device is communicating with your phone, and then syncing up automatically. Um, then also, uh, strong lifts, four by four strong lifts. They have an app too, a free app. And that one is weightlifting specific. That one also has a nutrition component, really easy to do. The, um, there's a whole like culture around it and psychology with it. Um, that's pretty fun, good support, a lot of FAQs. So if you wanted to embark on that journey, um, you'll get lots of support from an app standpoint there. That's awesome. Cool, cool. Cool. Cool, cool. Happy New Year, Dan. Thanks, Dan. Dan. Thanks for writing in, Dan. Uh, I wonder which Dan it is. There's so many Dans. Maybe Dan O'Brien from Dan and Dave. Remember? I hope. Do you remember that? No. <laughs> I love you just rolling with it. I'll roll. I've not, I've heard of nothing. I've heard of nothing. Dan, you, this might... This might uh, jog your memory a little bit. It was for the Olympics. It was a Reebok ad and Dan, or maybe it was Nike. It was one or the other. Dan and Dave were two Olympic uh, decathletes and they were both going to compete for the gold medal in the Olympics. And so they did this huge campaign leading up to it. Who's going to win the gold, Dan or Dave, Dan or Dave. And they would go, and you could like wear t-shirts like Nike t-shirts that said Dan and one that said Dave, big, you know, smart uh, marketing campaign. And then they got to the qualifiers and Dan O'Brien fucking couldn't qualify in the oh pole vault. My and it was a fluke. Like he had he had jumped higher than that before. And it was just that day he had an off day uh. and he couldn't hit the low mark to qualify. And so he fucking didn't even go to the Olympics. And I think- So it was Dave. So Dave ended up doing, okay, he like won the bronze or something, I think. And like Dan, it was like in, a, incredible coming back to shame- for him. <laughs> yeah. Dory's like riddled with guilt. He's like, I, you know, people invested all this money into me and I, I couldn't do it. And like, he had such a spotlight on him Jeez. because this ad made these guys superstars. Yeah. Uh, and then later he fucking came back and qualified for another Olympics and he either won the gold or silver in another one. And so better he was, gold he was redeemed. That. Yeah. Gosh, he was redeemed. That's crazy. Yeah. That would suck. I mean, imagine I like, I know I have my off days and like, if it was done at the Olympics though, like yes. that's like the worst. Yeah. And to qualify, like where you don't even go to you the show. You don't even get to do the show. Yeah. God. That's rough. That's a rough-o. 
okay. Let me find another question. Uh, let's see. Okay. What did I want to read? Strengths and weaknesses. No, 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 no. Okay. This is coming to us from L. Uh, okay. Hey guys, I just discovered you recently and I'm really enjoying listening while I run. I go running. Um, I got into running after I had my son three years ago. Uh, I was just over 200 pounds the day I gave birth and now I'm down to 145. Mostly okay with how I look and I'm very happy with my fitness level. I've now done two half marathons and I did four trail runs this year's, uh, this year. She's lives near the Rockies and trail runs are her bitch. Uh, big problem. Nice. Big problem is the loose skin on her on her tummy. How does she get rid of that? Oh, can I tell? I'll, I'll tell her a secret I found. Okay, yeah. This is okay. That's what you should do. So I have. If somebody has a question, <laughs> you answer it. <laughs> I, I found it. Okay, it's not gonna. It's not going to take away a lot of skin, but it has been something interesting that I've tried. Which is they have this um, company called Co Sio. I don't know if I'm saying it right, but they have these patches. They help with wrinkles. It's like collagen, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. It's fine. It's it's great. Actually, I love it. But I get the I started getting the patch for my for my wrinkle on my forehead that I don't like. And you like wear it overnight. It just like sticks on your forehead and you look like an alien, but it's fine. Uh and it makes that little crease go away. So I was like, I have this like weird spot on my stomach that I don't like. It looks like, well, I because I've lost uh, a lot of weight a couple of times, sure. and so I have this like these little like wrinkles and like a little extra skin that I don't love. Um, so I put the patch that is supposed to go on your forehead. I was like, let's just see if this works. I put it on my on that spot on my stomach, and it it didn't make it a didn't make it perfect, but it definitely made an impact. And so now I'm like, do I get one for my <laughs> forehead and one for my stomach? But it's like, you can also, like, they have these things, um, like face masks for your um, chin that help, like, make your skin wrink or your chin wrinkles, like, tighter or, like, make okay. your neck not have the gobble. Yeah. And you can do the same thing. You can put that on your... <laughs> Why not? Why not? Yeah, just try it. See if it works. It has it has worked for me. But I would say, like, I, I haven't had a baby, so I haven't had, like, that amount of, like, skin change. Like, sure. my body hasn't gone through that dramatic of a thing. But it's worth a shot. It's, it's cheaper than going to get, like, actual, like, surgery. Absolutely. And that's the that surgery is very intense and painful uh, with varying degrees of success. It they do have it. It does work. Mono Agapian. Uh, if you listen to his first episode, he's done a couple. They're all great listens. He goes into it in great detail, and he's very candid about it. He's had the surgery done, and he's mixed on it, um, but is ultimately happy, and it's worth listening to if you're considering that. So I would definitely check that out. Um, now. What you can also do, you know, part of what happens with the pregnancy is your abdominal muscles separate. Um, mm -hmm. And it, it takes a lot of work and rehabilitation to get them to close back together again. And they will. They will heal. But that takes a lot of core specific exercises that go beyond just a traditional kind of sit-ups and crunches and that kind of thing, which are just training your rectus abdominis 
uh, that's kind of ab, the ab muscles in the middle. So it may be worth looking into to see like, oh shit, maybe I can develop my core here and that may help kind of um, improve the contours of your stomach too. Yeah. So, you know, what might appear as loose skin might be some atrophy from having gone through this pregnancy and maybe not fully rehabbing. I've talked about it on the show before. It's a fucking crime that women don't have physical therapy after they have a baby. Uh, you're literally just, you have this baby and then it's just up to you to go off on your own and get yourself back yeah. on track and get healthy. Yeah. And it's like, sh you know, shit moves around. I mean, it's like, you need some help. Yeah. So, you know, meeting with a physical therapist and, uh, and making sure that those, uh, core muscles are firing properly may be beneficial too. Um, so some, something else to look into. That's like a more mature answer than mine. No, yours is great. <laughs> well, no, it, mine is like I was like I just felt like a like so, I found a life hack of like totally. oh my gosh I could just try. Are this. you kidding me? Try it. Yeah, I could try everything. They're I, like you know. they're like twenty five bucks. They work like a like up to fourteen times. Yeah, Same maybe patch. it's like drawing moisture out or so. You know who knows? And then yeah. that's improving the aesthetics. I mean, it was a, an aesthetic specific question. It worked for you. Yeah, tell it. Don't keep that stuff a sacred. Uh, this is coming to us from Dan. Dan. Another Dan? Another Dan. Different Dan. This is Dan H. Okay. Um, we'll see. Are there advantages to wearing compression socks while running uh, or or for after my or after that my runs are over? Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Let me. He didn't say it as dumb as I did. <laughs> are there advantages to wearing compression <laughs> socks while running or after my runs are over? Thanks, Dan. There are. Yeah. Yeah. They increase your circulation. Yeah. Uh, so by by significant percentage. Uh, Bombas is a sponsor for the podcast. They sell compression socks. You can use our promo code and get yourself a nice little discount. But they have compression suits for your body. Really popular right now with athletes uh, wearing compression suits while training, uh, increasing your blood flow. So, you know, you de decreases your recovery time, uh, decreases inflammation and soreness, you know. The verdict is out as to what exactly those numbers are. You see like numbers all over the spectrum as to how much it helps. But I feel like there's enough data out there that points in the direction yet that yes, they are doing something. So yeah. experiment with them. See how you like them. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever Same. Do, you, do you ever wear compression socks? Uh, I wore compression pants when I did my second half marathon because okay. my first one I got really bad cramps in my legs and I did some research in found that that helped but i i don't really i don't have a pair now i should get a pair get a pair i got i get you a pair oh hell yeah and we'll do that it'll be a nice yes. little uh, new year's gift for you all right thank you don't say we never did nothing for you <laughs> this is coming to us from emily uh hi dumbbells love your show which i learned about through the Cardishonet podcast Ooh, fun. Uh, you have inspired me to get back in the gym after two lazier years, lazier years parenting. I have three questions for yo. Uh, according to articles I've read, this is number one, in case you don't know how to count. Uh, according to articles I've read, I shouldn't be eating a protein bar daily, but what if I'm replacing breakfast with the bar? Is there a reason I still shouldn't be doing this? Currently I'm eating and currently I'm eating an RX bar every day for breakfast. Is that Okay. I know you probably can't respond to the RX bar specifics since they are a sponsor, but just wanted to give you a sense of what I'm eating. Number two, related question. I know it's not great to eat processed foods, 
but I'm not always certain as to what foods count. Does it mean anything uh, shelf-stable, anything with more than one ingredient, anything I didn't make myself? Uh, number three, I often get really tired after I eat. Any thoughts on what I might be doing? Uh, any thoughts on what I might be getting too much of or too little of? I try not to stuff myself, but it feels like I'm not fully awake unless I'm also hungry. Thanks, Emily. Where do you stand on protein bars daily? Uh, well, we I, can do personal experience yeah. and then maybe what we think is best, and then I've definitely done protein bars daily. Uh, more in the beginning of my fitness journey um, because it's easy and it has the word protein in it <laughs> in the title. Yeah. Um, but I try to not do anything every single day. That's me. Mm -hmm. um, but I accept eggs. I eat eggs every day. Um, the I have you ever seen the movie Snowpiercer? Yeah, I love it. Okay, where they have to eat these like bricks of cricket food. It's like there. It's like crickets, like actual crickets yeah. or something. And I just think about like when the end of the world comes. Okay, we're gonna be eating protein bars because that's all we're gonna have left. Okay. Right. So take the time while you're not the end of the world to make yourself food. Okay. And save the protein bars for that earthquake kit, for that end of the world shit when stuff is bleak and we cannot find any more natural protein. I love I had no idea where you, I was like, okay, snow piercer, <laughs> yeah. Cricket, yeah. Cricket meal bars, Those yeah. Horrible cricket bars. You're right. Food. I, and so I'm like, I understand the easiness. It's easy. Um, but there's other things that are also easy that are, that you can just make, like, that are, I under, also, I don't have kids, so I, I'll shut the fuck up. <laughs> so you do you, baby. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with what you're saying, uh, what you're saying, specifically the snow piercer angle. No, uh, no, no, I totally, no, I totally get what you're saying, but her, is it wrong to do that every day? Not, no, not necessarily. I think um, you're, you might get some diminishing returns with that because food variety is really important. So if we're looking at it from an optimum nutrition standpoint, yes, real food is the way to go yeah. always with variety, not always eating the same thing. We were designed to eat seasonally what was available to us yeah. and for the food landscape to continually change as time went on. So you know, you run the risk of, uh, uh, you know, like I, who knows what it does to your immune system, just always having the same thing day in, day out. And that's maybe why people develop allergies and all that kind of shit, because not enough food variety. That being said, stuff, something like an RX bar, probably they're even, they're not even a sponsor now, but I will say at least those are real ingredient bars. They tell you what's in there, egg whites, almonds, and dates. Um, you know, some of these protein bars are like fucking you look at the ingredients, yeah. it's like, I might as well read the Bible with all these words. Oh, and snore. Yeah. Snooze fest. <laughs> Fucking A. Burning bush. Uh, so so I think, yeah, using something that's, uh, you know, a little bit on the kind of purported healthier or organic side. You know, those ones are, they're a little high in sugar for my taste, uh, but that's kind of based on my own personal nutrition habits. That You maybe need that. Um, and then as far as her question as to what constitutes a processed food and does it go beyond shelf stable, 
Probably not. I mean, I think anything you're on the shelf, there's some level of processing involved so that it will last. I mean, yeah. if it's in a package, it's probably processed. Um, but you can kind of do some research on that and you want to find things that, you know, have the least amount of ingredients and po- least amount of ingredients possible that also have high dietary fiber content. So that's like your crackers and breads and all that kind of shit. And it's usually a good sign if there if there's mold showing up on it early, if that makes sense. Oh, so it's like, good to know. like when you switch, you know, you're like oh, I'm trying this new fangled health bread, and then it like goes bad like in three days. You're like, holy shit, the Wonder <laughs> yeah. Bread used to last, you know, four years. Yeah, yeah uh, that's true. Not a good sign because if it lasts that long on the shelf, it might be lasting that long on your insides. Interesting. Uh, so like sprouted whole grain, you know, the sprouted stuff. That means there's something still living in there. So you get the enzymes, the positive digestive enzymes that are in that. But yeah, you want to stick, you know, stick, Eugene says, stick to the outside of the supermarket. Yeah, it's true. Uh, you know, where you're getting your meats and produce and even dairy, if you can tolerate it, um, you know, better. Uh, and then what was the last part of that question? Do we answer it all? Hopefully it's solved, Emily. <laughs> also, congrats on being a parent. What's you another? Lazy. What, what's another protein bar you like? Oh, I love the Lenny and Larry's protein cookies. Oh, yeah, your protein. You have talked about those. those. I love those. Those got you through some rough times. Those really did. Um, I don't know. I think those are the... Tired. Tired after she eats. Oh, okay. Sorry. There was a third yeah. question. So let's answer this tired after she eats, yeah. and we'll end, we'll end on that one. Okay. Uh, thanks for the three-parter, Emily. I, I'll let you... I'll let you... Do you not have... Do you have I a don't, theory? I don't actually... I think something's happening from a blood sugar standpoint um, and something to do with oh, your okay. w- with an insulin response that you're having. And that may mean that you need to uh, get more fat adapted. Uh, what do I mean by fat adapted? That means more, uh, more adapted to burning fat um, instead of just sugar. Uh, your body will burn both. Um, and this... This is we're in major bro science territory here. These are just theories and hypotheses. But if you're eating sugar consistently or simple carbohydrates or even complex carbs, a lot of them, your body will use those for energy and not fat or adipose tissue that it has. That's why when people do a low carbohydrate diet and omit sugar, they you know have an energy crash initially, but it also supports more active fat loss. So if you find yourself immediately being tired every after every time you eat, it might be because you're getting like this big insulin response and that fatigue is setting in and you need to get better and more efficient at burning fat. Um, so what does that mean? I think it maybe means uh, adjusting those macros and maybe increasing your dietary, f- your healthy fats and decreasing your carbohydrates and sugar, upping the protein oh, or, you know, and if that doesn't work, then maybe uh, flip all that. Maybe you need some more carbohydrates. I don't know. But I think, it's, I think it's something that's happening from a blood sugar standpoint based on how you're representing those macronutrients in your meals. And I think more often than not, it would be uh, too much of a carbohydrate representation. So It sounds like bro science to me. Sounds yeah. good. Yeah, bro yeah. science. So who knows? Yeah. I don't know. Do you ever feel sluggish after meals? 
Because she's talking about her energy being I, yeah, better I'm like, when she's hungry. It might hungry. be because you're a parent. I don't know. And you're finally like happy. <laughs> you, just sort of, it, it, you feel satisfied and then you are tired. Not you know? fully awake. Yeah, that could be it too. But she does, she feels more awake when she's hungry. Um, also, you know, maybe do smaller meals. Yeah, try it. Uh, so if you're really eating to where you're stuffed um, and then you feel exhausted, you know, maybe there's, you know, too much energy going towards digestion. Digestion. Um, so, you know, adjust the meal size and then maybe have a bigger meal later in the day when you need less energy. And when you're ready to go to sleep. When you're ready to go to sleepy pie. Something to think about. Uh, great. Well, Aaron, happy new year to you. Thank you. Thanks for letting me host with you for a little while. Uh, it was our great, the show was better for it. Wow. You kept me in line and, uh, I know Eugene's appreciative and I know the listeners love having you on. We'll obviously have you back. As yeah, many times as you'll get, come. Got to get scanned. Got to come talk yeah. about it. Yes. So we look forward to hearing the results. Ferris, thank you for spending the holidays with us. Uh, the listeners know they're in good hands. That's right. Uh, great. So on behalf of myself and Aaron McGowan and Eugene Cordero and Ferris, our producer today, and all the listeners out there, wherever they are listening, we like to remind everybody to train dirty. Eat clean. And live in between. That was a HeadGum Podcast.